Hello, world. It's time to cue the coach. The world we are living in today has been spiraling out of control for decades in such a way that we are all losing our minds, risking our health daily, and choking on the ashes of a dying paradigm. You don't want to continue living in fear or in conformity to someone else's version of reality, do you? I know I'm done, and I've been done for quite some time now. Wellness needs an advocate. Holistic health, that is. It's time that we rise to the challenge of creating a brand new world with the fiery passion of a phoenix rising from the ashes. What beautiful essence do you possess that this world desperately needs? On this podcast, that is what we are here to find out. Together, let's unlock the pure potential from within. And as Gandhi said, let's be the change we wish to see in this world. And here we go. Episode 8, The Gut Microbiome. Hello out there, you beautiful souls. I'm your host, Michael Malik, and today we are going to dive deep into understanding the gut microbiome. We are going to see that just as diversity spans the globe to make up billions of different human beings, that there is also billions of microbes that live within our bodies. It's quite often challenging to accept the needs of our own bodies and to be willing to cultivate an understanding of these needs versus just eating what we want because our emotions and memory of taste drive compulsion. Often this is because we only choose to focus on immediate wants rather than on preparing for long-term sustainability and on embracing our own inner diversity. We are human, and that much is obvious when we fall short of our ideals of perfection. But what else are we? We are far more than human. When it comes to the DNA we carry around within and on our bodies, there is a whole host of bacteria, flora, and fauna, microorganisms, that live in symbiotic harmony with our human DNA. And without them, we would literally not be alive. Without the existence of these organisms, and without the right microorganisms for that matter, our bodies succumb to exhaustion, illness, and disease. So it becomes crucially important then to understand and harmonize with these organisms so that we may be fully capable of optimizing our health and wellness. Our bodies, as I've said before, are a record of the past our thoughts, our emotions, and our experiences. Along the way, within our experiences, from the time we are forming in the womb until we die, we pick up different organisms and and form a symbiotic relationship with these amazing microorganisms that team up to either support or tear down our holistic health. These organisms form what is called our microbiome. This microbiome can be unbalanced in diversity, and can be expanded or diminished or balanced by our daily behavior and our food consumption. Now, human beings are not exclusively the host of a microbiome, our planet is as well. According to microbiologysociety.org, a microbiome is simply a community of organisms living together in a particular habitat. Humans, animals, and plants have their own unique microbiome, but so do soils, oceans, and even buildings. I personally am very excited to go on 
in depth into the microbiomes of nature in future episodes because it is so important that we do not ignore our part in helping them to thrive as that is the bigger picture, especially right now. We're at a critical tipping point. No planet, no us. But let's get back to our microbiome. We have a vast microbiome living on our skin, in our hair and within our digestive tract and our gut, which is where today's podcast is focused primarily. Yeah, let's take a look at this. To give you an idea of how important our microbiota is, let's turn to a TED Talk given by Warren Peters. In this talk, Mr. Peters explains how humans have just 26,000 genes and that the bacteria that live inside and on all of us combined have 100,000 genes. So we carry around nearly four times as much bacterial genetics as we do human genes. Isn't that crazy? He goes on to say that 90% of the cells in our bodies are microbial and that there are 1,000 different species with between 7,000 and 36,000 different strains. Did you ever expect that there was this much diversity within our own bodies? I mean, I knew we were complex creatures, but I had no idea that we are less human than we are bacteria until just a few years ago. This is pretty cool stuff to know. Paying attention to this microbiome has become fundamental in groundbreaking research on human health, and it is really starting to make headway. I don't see this topic getting anything less than more of a focus. And we continue to evolve to stay alive and well on this planet when we do. So let's dig in on the gut microbiome and what it does to support us when it is supported by us. It produces fermentation, which produces short-chain fatty acids, which help us to be able to digest dietary fibers, improve mental processes, and these fibers, once digested, become prebiotic food for our gut. They support our immune system. They're responsible for much of our digestive processes. They provide vital nutrients and vitamins to our bodily functions help boost our energy levels, aid in mental clarity, and keep us centered emotionally. That's quite a bit that the gut is responsible for, this gut microbiome. In another TEDx talk with Erica Engel, we can understand a bit further how we're dependent on chemicals that are produced by the bacteria in our gut. Without the microbiome, we would not be able to receive or sustain these chemicals. Serotonin or melatonin, which are produced through tryptophan, which is only broken down by the bacteria in our gut to produce serotonin and melatonin. Dopamine or epinephrine, which are produced by the breakdown of tyrosine by bacteria within our gut. Indole propionic acid, which is produced by the breakdown of fermentation, or sorry, fermented foods that contain indole-3-lactic acid, also responsibility to our gut bugs there. IPA, indole-propionic acid, not the IPA beer. Easy there, you craft beer nuts. IPA is one of the strongest antioxidants in the body that break down, breaks down and inhibits free radicals from spreading within the body. Since we are experiencing so many challenging health issues these days, let's ensure we're taking a look now at some of the issues that have been linked to an imbalanced gut microbiome as well. So first, we just discussed that there's at least you know, several major chemicals that help our bodies to function, help our moods to 
you know, to be elevated, to be uplifted, to help us stay awake, to help us go to sleep. All of those chemicals are produced from the digestion that these gut bugs take part in to produce. So when we don't have these things in balance, and when our bodies are thrown out of whack and our gut microbiome is all messed up, there's all of these diseases that have been linked to this imbalance. So autoimmune diseases, Alzheimer's disease, which is also beginning to be known as type 3 diabetes, autism, ADHD, IBS, which is irritable bowel syndrome, obesity, type 2 diabetes, and atopy, which is the genetic tendency to develop allergic diseases such as asthma and atopic dermatitis. So atopy or atopy, however you want to pronounce it, you know, is relatively new in, in, in the discoveries here. And, you know, I mean, don't you notice how much, say, tree nut allergies and gluten intolerance have been on the rise? So I wouldn't be surprised to find out that this results from an imbalanced gut microbiome as well. So now I'd like to leave you with a little more than just a couple of TED Talks that I found on this issue and share with you a book that I also own that has been significantly effective at truly drilling into a reset of the gut microbiome. It's called The Gut Balance Revolution by Dr. Gerard E. Mullen, who's an associate professor of medicine at the Johns Hopkins University School of Medicine. If you have a seriously chronic condition or you are obese and you cannot seem to achieve balance within your gut or lose weight, I highly recommend picking up this book and making every effort to follow its concepts and dietary influences. It's helped me significantly after experiencing over a year of poor gut health, digestion issues, and sleep problems, and stabbing abdominal pains. Following even just a quarter of what this book says helped me to eliminate those pains and digestive issues, and I haven't looked back ever since. My gut has remained in excellent health because I continue to practice much of what is recommended for a balanced gut microbiota to flourish, contained in this book and, and from other research that I've done. So one last thing before we recap here, in addition to the foods we eat, overuse of antibiotics has caused much of this gut imbalance. Every time you take prescription antibiotics, they don't just kill the bad bacteria, they kill all of the bacteria in your gut, wiping out your microbiome, and it can be very challenging to get it back into balance afterwards. So doctors are realizing this as well and are reluctant to prescribe antibiotics right away to their patients. And then we also have the antibiotics administered to healthy livestock to fatten them up and bring them to maturation for slaughter as quickly as possible. And that is having a huge negative effect on our collective gut microbiomes as well because we're getting antibiotics on a daily basis just from the foods we eat instead of when we are ill. So that is no good, not good at all. So ensure that you keep your immune system healthy proactively and avoid meat from animals that were fed a steady diet of antibiotics to avoid, and to avoid taking antibiotics as much as possible so that you can keep your existing microbiome intact. It's much easier to improve your gut microbiome diversity than it is to rebuild the whole thing from scratch. So now what are some key takeaways that you can begin paying attention to in your daily life to take better care of your digestive health and live in harmony with all of these little critters that help us to stay alive? Well, first, our microbiome makes up more of our DNA than the DNA that separates us as humans do, right? 
humans does. We need to protect it, nourish it, and nature it. Nurture it. <laughs> if we are to thrive in optimal health, balance energy levels, mental clarity, and a restful sleep. It'll truly improve your health in leaps and bounds to make this a primary focus when it comes to what you eat and drink on a daily basis. And next, we can do this by diversifying our food intake, eating mostly fruits and veggies, sprinkled with some unprocessed, unrefined grains, and a very small amount of lean meat. I prefer chicken, turkey, and most fish in moderation, and I avoid red meat entirely. If you must eat red meat, do so sparingly, and only eat grass-fed, organically farmed beef when you do. Definitely avoid processed foods, any form of potato chips, and all soda together altogether when you're trying to rebalance your gut microbiome. These things are just completely devastating to it all. And then you can eat fermented foods such as kimchi, sauerkraut, kefir, kombucha, as long as you do so at the right times to optimize their efficacy. Um, in that Gut Balance Revolution book I was talking about, it definitely shows you um, the proper the proper times to use these things to reset your your gut. And then remember, an imbalanced gut is strongly linked to autoimmune diseases, Alzheimer's, autism, ADHD, IBS, obesity, type 2 diabetes, and atopy. So remember what we've discussed so far. Remain focused on thinking much more about what you want than what you don't want. Remain aware of your feelings and how they're expressing or being repressed emotionally. Remain focused on the version and vision of yourself as if you were already perfect there and allow that future vision to call you forward. Don't avoid meditation. Making time for meditation will save you tons of time and pain in the long run. Avoid processed foods. Be aware that the microbiome of the world and the microbiome within are both crucially important to understand and take care of. Feed your gut bugs, the right ones that is, not the party animals that leave you feeling depleted and exhausted. So, you know, our, even stress, stress has a huge, huge um, impact on our gut health and vice versa. You know, it's, it's a symbiotic relationship. Again, you got the brain, the gut, and the nervous system all paired together here when it comes to holistic health. Not taking care of one of those three will affect the other two. So one last thing I'm going to leave you with is an interesting fact of the day, one of which you may be grossed out by, but it's emerging as a miraculous way of bringing unhealthy individuals with serious diseases and completely imbalanced gut microbiomes into astounding recovery. Ready for it? It's called a poop transplant. <laughs> That's right. You, too, can have a healthy person's poo inserted via a tube or a colonoscopy into your body after a enema. <laughs> it's also known as a fecal transplant or bacteriotherapy. Look it up. I'm telling you, it's a real thing. But how's that for a shitty ending, huh? <laughs> anyway, I hope I've inspired you to dig deeper into understanding the human microbiome and the gut microbiome specifically. Again, a holistic approach to health is not a quick fix, but it is the optimal approach to long-lasting health and happiness. So all of these things that I'm talking about are absolutely some crucial things to be thinking about when it comes to optimizing your health and wellness. So I really hope, like I said, that I've encouraged you to look a little bit deeper on every one of the topics that we've discussed so far and 
that you're encouraged to really reach for the stars when it comes to your health. So I wish you all of the best in life, my friends. Namaste. Until we meet again, have a great day.